Hello, Chinese friends. Welcome to Spiritual Waimai. 欢迎来到属灵外卖 Delivering the spiritual food to you when you can't get out. 当你无法外出的时候，我们为你速递属天灵粮 This Spiritual Waimai article is a part of the series entitled "You're God's Masterpiece: The Genesis Notes." 本期属灵外卖来自特别系列。你是神的杰作，创世纪手记。Studying the book of Genesis to discover direction and hope for your awesome life. 通过研读创世纪，并联系新约的思想，为您的美好生活提供指引和亮光。The big reveal, mercy, Genesis chapter forty-five. Timeline of Joseph's life. Joseph's life has had some extreme highs and lows. As a teen, he was the favored son, but his life was turned upside down when he was sold as a slave by his brothers. Here are some of the highlights of his life: 17 years old, sold into slavery; 28 years old, interpreted the baker's and cupbearer's dream; 30 years old, appointed as second in command in Egypt. Thirty-nine years old, facing his brothers. Joseph's family have also experienced difficulties. The past one to two years has not been easy for Jacob's family. Simeon has been left in prison. They ran out of food. Jacob had to let Benjamin go, and now the brothers are in Egypt. What are they doing in Egypt now? In chapter forty-four, Joseph proclaims he will make Benjamin his slave. Judah admits the brothers' guilt and begs for mercy. Joseph's 22 years of slavery is leading to this moment. Genesis chapter 45, verses 1 to 3. Then Joseph could no longer control himself before all his attendants, and he cried out, "Have everyone leave my presence!" So there was no one with Joseph when he made himself known to his brothers. And he wept so loudly that the Egyptians heard him, and Pharaoh's household heard about it. Joseph said to his brothers, "I am Joseph. Is my father still living?" But his brothers were not able to answer him because they were terrified in his presence. Emotional moment: twenty-two years of suffering and guilt. Twenty-two years of suffering and guilt come pouring out. Joseph can no longer control himself. He reveals his identity and weeps aloud. In the meantime, his brothers are terrified at his presence. At the height of emotion, Joseph has chosen mercy and love. He has compassion and longs to restore the relationship with his brothers, even though they harmed him. They, on the other hand, are frozen. They are faced with the consequences of their actions now. The one they harmed is in an incredibly powerful position. He could destroy them. If Joseph was angry and bitter, he could have them killed. But he chooses the path of mercy, and his heart breaks for his brothers, and he longs for his father. A display of mercy. Genesis chapter forty-five, verses four to fifteen. Then Joseph said to his brothers, "Come close to me." When they had done so, he said, "I am your brother Joseph, the one you sold into Egypt. And now, do not be distressed and do not be angry with yourselves for selling me here, because it was to save lives that God sent me ahead of you. 
For two years now, there has been famine in the land. And for the next five years, there will be no plowing and reaping. But God sent me ahead of you to prepare for you a remnant on earth and to save your lives by a great deliverance. So then it was not you who sent me here, but God. He made me father to Pharaoh, lord of his entire household and ruler of all Egypt. Now hurry back to my father and say to him, this is what your son Joseph says. God has made me lord of Egypt. Come down to me. Don't delay. You shall live in the region of Goshen and be near me. You, your children and grandchildren, your flocks and herds and all you have, I will provide for you here because five years of famine are still to come. Otherwise, you and your household and all who belong to you will become destitute. You can see for yourselves, and so can my brother Benjamin, that it is really I who am speaking to you. Tell my father about all the honor accorded to me in Egypt and about everything you have seen and bring my father down here quickly. Then he threw his arms around his brother Benjamin and wept and Benjamin embraced him weeping and he kissed all his brothers and wept over them. Afterward, his brothers talked with him. In the midst of the brothers' terror, what does Joseph say to them? He's in a place of power and authority. He could destroy them, but he does not. He calls them to come near to him. He unfolds everything before them and shows them the plan from the beginning to the end. Here are the five significant points Joseph says to his brothers. Number one, come close to me. Number two, I am Joseph, the one you sold into Egypt. Number three, it was to save lives. God sent me ahead to save the earth from the famine. Number four, bring my father and family here. I will provide land for you. Number five, tell my father. Come close to me. Despite the pain and suffering, Joseph's heart is full of love towards his brothers, and he wants them to come close to him, to be personal, no longer distant as the ruler of Egypt. I am Joseph, the one you sold. He states clearly who he is, and he reminds them that they were the ones who sold him. Their sin of selling their brother is right in front of their eyes. It was to save lives. Joseph does not blame them. He even tells them not to be distressed. He sees God's bigger picture. Joseph had an important job to do for God to save the world. He sees that this was his mission, and he does not hold an offense towards his brothers for what they did to him. Bring my father and family here. I will provide. Joseph wants to restore the relationship with his family and provide for them. He wants to give them a place to live and food to eat. He wants to give them fruitful work in Egypt. Tell my father. He does not want to keep the secret from his father any longer. He wants his father to know the truth. Jacob had believed the lie. Joseph was dead. Now Joseph wants the truth to come out immediately. He is alive. Then they cried, hugged, and kissed. After 22 years, the brothers were reconciled. Provision and new life. Genesis chapter 45, verses 16 to 28. 
When the news reached Pharaoh's palace that Joseph's brothers had come, Pharaoh and all his officials were pleased. Pharaoh said to Joseph, Tell your brothers, do this, load your animals and return to the land of Canaan, and bring your father and your families back to me. I will give you the best land of Egypt, and you can enjoy the fat of the land. You are also directed to tell them, do this, take some carts from Egypt for your children and your wives, and get your father and come. Never mind about your belongings, because the best of all Egypt will be yours. So the sons of Israel did this. Joseph gave them carts, as Pharaoh had commanded, and he also gave them provisions for their journey. To each of them he gave new clothing, but to Benjamin he gave 300 shekels of silver and five sets of clothing. And this is what he sent to his father, 10 donkeys loaded with the best things of Egypt, and 10 female donkeys loaded with grain and bread and other provisions for his journey. Then he sent his brothers away, and as they were leaving, he said to them, Don't quarrel on the way. So they went up out of Egypt and came to their father Jacob in the land of Canaan. They told him, Joseph is still alive. In fact, he is the ruler of all Egypt. Jacob was stunned. He did not believe them. But when they told him everything Joseph had said to them, and when he saw the carts Joseph had sent to carry him back, the spirit of their father Jacob revived. And Israel said, I am convinced my son Joseph is still alive. I will go and see him before I die. Pharaoh hears about this happy reunion and he supports Joseph, sending provisions back to Canaan. As they left, Joseph instructed them to not quarrel along the way. Jacob is stunned and cannot believe. But when Jacob hears the news of Joseph, does he believe? Years of suffering and pain make it hard for Jacob to immediately believe. He was stunned. The brothers have to show him all of the provision. They have to give their eyewitness testimony to persuade Jacob about the truth. Finally, Jacob believes, and what is the result? His spirit is revived. Life comes back to Jacob. And he says he will go to see Joseph before he dies. Jacob has hope. Joseph points us to Christ. Genesis 45 is a story of mercy and forgiveness. Joseph chose to be merciful to his brothers. He didn't have to, but because of love, Joseph extended mercy. The story of Joseph points us to Jesus Christ. Consider how Joseph now reveals himself to his brothers. It is the same way Jesus Christ reveals himself to us. Joseph says to his brothers, Come close to me. I am Joseph who sold you. It was to save lives. I will provide for my family. Tell my father. Jesus says to us, Come close to me. I am Jesus who was killed for your sin. It was to save your life. I will provide for you. Tell the whole world. Should we be terrified? When the brothers met Joseph face to face, they were terrified. They realized the high position of Joseph, their guilt in selling him as a slave, and his ability to destroy them. Our God is the Most High God. When Moses considered speaking to God directly, he took off his shoes. When the Israelites saw God's presence on the mountain, they were terrified and told Moses to go talk to God on their behalf. 
The fear of the Lord is a righteous and good response. It is respecting God and understanding His greatness and our smallness. Joseph's brothers were terrified in Joseph's presence. How much greater is God? We should also be terrified in God's presence, considering His awesome power. Proverbs 28:14. Blessed is the one who always trembles before God, but whoever hardens their heart falls into trouble. The fear of the Lord is a protection for us, keeping us focused on God's great power and holiness and our response of obedience and devotion. We do not need to be scared of God, but we should respect Him. Consider Joseph's brothers. How do you think they felt when he said, Come close to me, and then spoke kindly to them and hugged them? They were probably incredibly relieved. This did not lessen their respect for him, but they knew they were safe in the presence of this mighty ruler. Jesus Christ says the same to us. Come close to me. Matthew chapter 11, verses 28 to 30. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Jesus calls us close to him and we experience his love. We feel safe in his presence. And even though he is the almighty ruler of the universe, he wants us to come to him and have a relationship with him. Titus chapter 3, verses 3 to 7. At one time, we too were foolish, disobedient, deceived, and enslaved by all kinds of passions and pleasures. We lived in malice and envy, being hated and hating others. But when the kindness and love of God our Savior appeared, He saved us, not because of righteous things we had done, but because of His mercy. He saved us through the washing of rebirth and renewal by the Holy Spirit, whom He poured out on us generously through Jesus Christ our Savior, so that having been justified by His grace, we might become heirs, having the hope of eternal life. I am Jesus, who died for your sins on the cross. We are sinners who are guilty, just as Joseph's brothers. I died to save your life. But as Joseph suffered so the world would be saved, Jesus Christ suffered on the cross to save us from our sin. Romans chapter 5, verse 8. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. I will provide for you. When we come to Jesus, he gives us all we need. We become children of God, and we can trust him to provide all we need in life, our physical needs as well as our emotional and spiritual needs. Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. Tell the whole world. When Joseph revealed himself to his brothers, the first request was he wanted them to go and tell their father, Jacob. Once we come to Jesus and experience his forgiveness, he wants us to share the forgiveness with the world. He calls us to spread the good news of salvation for all people. Matthew chapter 28, verses 18 to 20. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. 
Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. And don't quarrel along the way. Joseph knew his brothers were experiencing many emotions, such as guilt, fear, and then relief. He knew as they returned home, they might start blaming one another for the past guilt, even though Joseph had forgiven them. He wanted them to not quarrel. He wanted them to be united as brothers. Jesus wants the same for all of us. He does not want us to quarrel, but to live in unity. Colossians chapter 3, verses 13 and 14. Bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you has a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. Pain and unbelief. There are times when a person has gone through tremendous pain and suffering, and it is hard for them to immediately believe. Jacob had mourned the loss of Joseph for 22 years. His pain and suffering made it hard for him to believe Joseph was alive. But after the brothers' persistent testimony and proof of the provision, Jacob believed. God's mercy for you and me. Joseph helps us to understand the mercy Jesus Christ extends to all of us. Let us receive God's mercy today and extend mercy to the hurting world around us. Thanks for having some spiritual waimai with us. We hope that you liked it and that it fed your soul. And we hope you come back for some more. We love ya.